Yo, 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 it's your girl Rose Gold, and you are tuned in for another episode of Heartbreak Hill Podcast. What's up, Heartbreakers? It's been a little second since I had a chance to chat to y'all. Hope y'all feeling good. Hope y'all loving on each other, and thank you all for tuning in. Listen, man, the topic I got for y'all today is so crucial that I had to bring it to y'all as soon as it came about. How many people listening have ever been rejected? Dun, dun, dun. I bet you everybody that I'm talking to right now who can hear me has been rejected at some point in their life. And I just got rejected the other day and I was salty and I was hurt. So I decided to come and make an episode about it. And two days later, the world just really had a party in my head because that rejection was actually protection. All right. So that's kind of the basis of my show today. Rejection is protection. And that is such a cliche. I know you've heard that before. Everything happens for a reason. Blah, blah, blah. Rejection, you guys, is actually the best thing that could ever really and truly happen to you. And I'm telling you this from a standpoint of both romance and business, okay? When the door is shut on your opportunity or when the door is shut on your heart, it literally is only to redirect you into another place of yes. And I'm going to tell you what I mean. So I've been experiencing rejection from as early as I can remember. Alright. My mama and daddy, smokers. Alright. So in my community, if your parents smoked, then you was bummy. You know what I'm saying? My mama, they did the best that they could, but... It was obvious that my parents did drugs. Everybody around knew it. So there was always this certain level of shame. You know what I'm saying? Because people would talk about me at school. You know what I'm saying? People would make fun of me. I was always fighting all the time. You know what I'm saying? All this type of thing. So I I felt rejected oftentimes in my spirit because of my family. You know what I'm saying? Then as I got older, I got a little bit, you know, got old enough to the point where I could see what was going on. I started to be rejected by my peers. Because I always been kind of headstrong, timid at first. I can remember being real timid around 12 and 13 years old, but I was headstrong at the same time. Timid when it came to fighting um, older people and stuff like that, but headstrong when it came to my opinion. So I was oftentimes rejected for that because people, nobody can respect somebody who's stubborn and timid at the same time. It just don't really make much sense, right? rejection there you know what I'm saying then I got older I got into high school I experienced rejection on the level that like I never really fitted in with my class I was invited to events and stuff like that only when I started working at like Foot Locker other than that I had one and a few friends you know I wasn't really popular like that when there was openings I was trying to get on on a basketball team like that stuff like that I didn't make it there was rejection in that not to mention in dates, you know, I wasn't the girl that all the guys really liked in high school, you feel me, I was one of the girls, like, everybody seen me as more of a homie, and then the guys that did like me, you feel me, they didn't tell me till, like, years later, like, I never knew they liked me until we was already done with high school and stuff, you know, but at the time, you know, I liked the boys, I wanted to go to prom with cute boys and stuff like that, and they rejected me, you feel me, when I got to college, you know, I got accepted to one of the number one nursing schools in Minnesota on a scholarship. And that that first semester was great, but when that second semester came around and I ain't had the money to pay for my dorm room, I got put out. I had to go. You know what I'm saying? Rejection. You feel me? 
when I first got married, it was so much about being a wife that I didn't know rejection. You know what I'm saying? As I became older, my brothers and sisters began to need things from me that I couldn't really give. So I felt rejected by myself because I was like putting myself down all the time. So rejection is a part of life and I've experienced it many times. You know what I'm saying? And just recently I, re I experienced it with a business opportunity. Um, I had reached out to this um, to a marketing company that was willing to pay me more than what I'm getting now for at making advertisements on my podcast. And, uh, you know, I was really excited because, I mean, I don't know about y'all, but everybody could use some extra pesos, you feel me? So I prayed about it. I submitted, you know what I'm saying, whatever, whatever. And they came back and was like, no, man, your, your, your content is not really what we're looking for. And um, on top of that, you got an accent. And we don't really feel like people who do podcasts and should have accents. Now, I, ain't, I, I was mad. I ain't going to play with y'all and act like I just was all humble. No, I was mad. And I was hurt because I'm like, how they going to come at me like that? How they going to talk me about me like that? So that's usually the first thing when rejection happens, right? You be like, why me? How dare they? You feel what I'm saying? Then I just got notification that this same exact company just went bankrupt. Now, I'm not going to say the name. I can't afford no lawsuit right now. You feel what I'm saying? But this company is now bankrupt. This was just a few days ago. I just see they just filed for a Chapter 11 bankruptcy. You see what I'm saying? Had I had signed a deal with them in advertising when a company go bankrupt, don't nobody get paid. You know what I'm saying? Yet, I would have been pushing out all their content. Like, it just would have been a mess. You know what I'm saying? Because I would have had to try to fight to get my money. They would have been on some, this is a bankruptcy. You ain't getting no money. Like, you know what I'm saying? But at the time, the no that they gave me ain't feel like that. I honestly felt like it was going to stall what I'm trying to do, which is talk to the people. I felt like, I can't keep putting out all these shows, man. This stuff costs. Like, I talk to y'all, and I love y'all, and I'm going to continue to do it as long as God allow, but this ain't free. You know, these ads and stuff that play, they help, but if you could get more, of course you're going to want to get more to help you, you know what I'm saying, with what you're trying to do. I had prayed about it. I'm geeked up. And then the smack in the face, it was like that door clone. I was closed on me, man. I was I was hurt about that, you know. Didn't really talk to my friends and family about it because I didn't really feel like they would understand, you know, so... Then I found out these mosques just went bankrupt. And I say that because any instance in my life, not, there's not, literally, I'm 25, there's not one instance in my life where I was rejected and I was not being protected from something. Now, here's the tricky part. You don't know you are being protected until after you've decided to accept the rejection. That's always the hard part. The rejection, you know you're being rejected, but it's like the why a lot of times that we can't escape. Why me? How could they not want me? How could they do this to me? You see what I'm saying? And it's not until you get over that hump of the why that you are trusted with the information of why you were being protected. Had I had known that this company was going bankrupt at the time they rejected me, I would have laughed in their faces and said, I don't want to be a part of this company. No way. Y'all finna go out of business. That's what I would have said. I'm going to just be honest with you. And then I would have had God deal with me later, but I'm just going to be real. That's what would have been my first like thought. Like, man, I don't want to be a part of y'all. No way. You see what I'm saying? But it wasn't until through that experience, 
I was able to not only get additional resources, but also get more than what I was previously being offered. And I'm bringing this up to say that I could only be trusted with the why after I had decided to accept what had just happened. And I think oftentimes when we are rejected, that why can really, really, really strangle you to death. It could mentally strangle your brain, put your brain in a chokehold to figure out why this is happening when all you have to do when you are rejected is trust. Now, you can trust in whatever you want to trust in, but I personally recommend the Lord. You know what I'm saying? Trusting in Jesus Christ. But, you know, if you got other things you want to trust in, that's on you. I happen to know that that's what works. That's what works for me. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure if you try it, it'll work for you as well. You know what I'm saying? But... That that rejection piece, you the the first step of that, you automatically just think about why, and oftentimes the the why can be so intense that it can depress you. You know, I remember getting my heart broke. It was the first time I had went to California, man. I was talking to this guy from my childhood, man, and we had made big plans, big 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 plans to be together, and you know we was gonna love on each other. He was incarcerated at the time. When he got out, we was gonna do all of this stuff, man. So. When he got out, you know what I'm saying, now I wasn't the type, I wasn't putting money on his books or nothing like that. Not saying that, you know, that would have been dumb, but I didn't have it at the time. So it wasn't like I was taking care of or nothing, and he wasn't taking care of me. I just had known him for my childhood, and a relationship developed. Human attraction. If you haven't yet, go listen to the episode. Because I was attracted to the wrong person for the wrong reason. Anyway, attracted to him, he get out, dude, play me. You feel me? Like, you know, back at my time, back in these days, like, or, you know, back at that time in my life, like, you know, I'm ready to get jiggy. I'm ready to pop out, get dressed. He wasn't on none of that, y'all. He told me straight up, I want to be a PIMP. I want to get this money, and I want to get back to how I was before I went to jail. And I was devastated because it was like, I, me being me, I thought I was sick. I'm like, well, if that's what you want to do, I, I go ahead and do it. I ain't, I don't want nothing to do with it, though. I'm just going to be friends with you. That's what I said, trying to be slick, right? But I was still, like, calling him. I still had, like, hope. Do you hear me? I was just stupid. I, I mean, I, I had this man that was literally telling me that he wants to exploit the lives of other people. And he don't want to be in no relationship with me. And I'm sitting up here telling him, I don't care if he want to be in a relationship. I just want to be friends. And I'm still calling him. If I had good sense, I would have ran then. But I didn't. It, it wasn't until he rejected me. He rejected me because one day I called him and he snapped on me. This is at the clear blue sky. I'm talking about he went ham. Man, I already told you what I'm going to do. And if you ain't down with this, don't call me no more. Woo, woo, woo. Click. He ain't called me on my name, but he went hard on me. You know what I'm saying? Now, at that time, you know, pride came into play. And I never picked up that phone and called him again. But I was hurt. Because immediately I felt to myself like, why you don't want to be with me? I mean, I know what you want, what you want, but I'm spectacular. I'm great. I'm wonderful. You're making me feel like dirt. How could he make somebody feel like dirt? And all I did was love him. I loved him since I was a little kid. And that rejection is what pushed me to kind of go and expand my horizons at the time. But that's not really the blessing. I ended up going to L.A. about maybe two weeks after that phone call. I got on the plane. It was my first time being on the plane. Went to Los Angeles, California. Really got to know myself. I spent some time out there. Got tattooed up. Came back to Minnesota to find out what. This mock not only is in jail, but is in jail for sex trafficking. 
Now, what in the hockey stick would I have done had I been in love with somebody, been pursuing a relationship with him, and he gets snatched up by the feds, talking about some human trafficking? And it wasn't like it wasn't true, because that's what he was doing. He had just told me that's what he wanted to do. You feel what I'm saying? Rejection is protection. You don't know why people start to all of a sudden act funny towards you. You don't know why somebody you love could walk out on you and not want to be with you no more. You don't know why. But one thing you can be sure of is that any good thing that is for you will not be taken away from you. And it's especially hard when you're dealing with somebody um, or you're dealing in a situation where they're you're rejected, but then somebody else seems like it's promoted. You know what I'm saying? Because when that guy dumped me, right, it wasn't like he just did. Like, he started going on, 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 on social media with this girl. I felt like I looked better than You know you know how that go. Like, man, he always told him with this wink. I look way better than her. You know, I, I went through that type of thing at first. Like, man, he with this girl. Then I sit with another girl three weeks later, same thing. Man, she ugly. I could, I'm way better than her. I'm way better than her. Woo. You don't know why. You know what I'm saying? I felt like I was being rejected and other girls was getting promoted in this life. You know, it was really a lot to do with my own self-esteem, but, but just bear with me for the sake of, of example. Really what was happening is God was trying to illustrate something to me, that these are the women of his caliber. You know what I'm saying? This is what he is attracted to based on what he wants to do with his lifestyle right now. I'm saving you from that life. Because not only did he go to jail, every girl that was with him did too. You know what I'm saying? So God has a funny way of making rejection hurt you so bad to where you have no reason to doubt that you're being rejected. And it's with that rejection that you are most often closest to your breakthrough. And let me just first of all say that rejection is not always in terms of somebody slamming the phone down in your face like how he did me when he broke up with me <clears throat> all those years ago. Sometimes rejection, like what just happened with the company that got shut down, is somebody telling you no to an opportunity. Sometimes rejection is unchanged behavior. Sometimes rejection can be non-respected boundaries that you have set. You know, rejection is anything where you are being denied what you feel that the outcome should be. You know what I'm saying? And I say that on a very, 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 very layman level because I know that there's much more to the term than that. And I know that there's plenty of things that change without our will, but rejection really only hurts when you had an intended outcome. You know what I'm saying? So that's how come I say if it goes against your intended outcome, it, it's, it's rejected. Because, it, I mean, if you don't have an idea of how something is going to go, you have no reason to be hurt when it doesn't work out that way. You know what I'm saying? So rejection must come. There must be an intended or anticipated end that you have in mind that does not happen or the chances of it happening get shot way, 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 way down. And I want you to know, ladies and gentlemen, that being rejected by something and someone, by their unchanged behavior, by them pushing your boundaries, it's all a signal for you. It's all a signal for you to know that God has something better for you that he is trying to give to you. 
it is a test to see if during this time you are going to go and get this thing on your own or if you are going to wait for God to send you the real thing because we got to remember we are all made in God's image even if you're not a believer okay you are still made in God's image so what that means is that you have creative power if you really 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 want something to work you can get it to work but it will be in your own strength and you'll constantly keep getting rejected in different ways because God does have his way regardless. So even if that thing that you get rejected from, you decide that like, look, I'm going to make this work anyway. Got to have it. Got to have it my way. You'll get it. But it won't give you what you think. It won't give you the intended comfort. It won't give you the intended look. And God will always be there to give you a hug and a kiss and say, okay, now don't do that no more. And every time you do it, you're going to keep getting the same result, same result, same result. But what happens, what I found is that you get rejected ten times harder each time around. The disrespect to your boundaries gets bolder. You know, maybe that person breaks up with you this time in public. You know, you just constantly keep getting rejected. So I would say that the first thing, if you get rejected to do, don't deny your feelings. You know, I would say to really acknowledge the fact that you are hurt, acknowledge it to somebody or acknowledge it to yourself, and then you have to prepare to do the work immediately. Do not spend too much time in, in rejection, ladies and gentlemen, because then self-pity takes place, and that is a disgusting place to be. The minute that you start to feel like, why me, you need to pray. Even if you feel like you don't want to talk to God, you say, just God help me self-pity. That's all you need to say in Jesus' name, amen. Hurry up and say something because the minute you start to think, why is this happening to me? How could this happen to me? Why me? The devil got you. Because now he's beginning to ask you, he's beginning to make you ask why when you should be asking how. How can I move forward? What was this trying to show me? And if you can't find the answers to those, then all of us, all of all, you should just be trusting God to help you move forward. Don't get so caught up. So after you've accepted, don't get so caught up in the self-pity. That's what happens once you are asking yourself, why me too much? Accept the fact that your outcome was not what God had planned. And that can be a hard pill to swallow, especially within relationships. It can be hard when someone is constantly disrespecting your boundaries or when someone constantly breaks up with you or when someone constantly rejects you by doing things that hurt you, right? It can be hard to think to yourself, this is not for me, especially after you've invested time. But here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, and I wish I had known this maybe 10 years ago when I was 11 and I was getting rejected on my basketball team, no matter how hard you work at something and no matter how much you are not okay with the idea that your plan was wrong, God has his way regardless. If you have someone that you are not supposed to be with, you will not be with them. Either you will leave them or they will leave you. It's all God's way or no way. You see what I'm saying? So you have to come to the conclusion that the outcome, the way that you wanted it to be, is not going to be. But you can still have that outcome. And here's that now. That's, that's an oxymoron. I just canceled those out. So wait, T, you saying you can go ahead 
and have your expected outcome, but I thought you just said to let go of the outcome. I'm saying let go of the outcome as you see it to be. So let's say that you are with someone and you guys start a family and you guys break up. Now you're sad because obviously you started a family with this individual and y'all want to be together. Well, God can still give you a family. It just may not be with that person. And a lot of times we'd be so in love, we don't see how it could be with anybody else. But that's where you got to trust God at because you can't miss what you ain't never had, baby. You can't miss what's for you. And what's for you is going to be for you no matter if it's left, no matter if it's right. It's for you. All right? So I, I say that to say I prolonged my healing. I prolonged my success in life so, so many times. Because I was caught up in my intended outcome. I had a way that things were supposed to be. I had the person that I wanted to be with. And, you know, my past boyfriends, I thought I was going to stay with all of them forever. Didn't, didn't end up working by the grace of God. Thank you, God. They, he protected me from all those jokers, too. But at the time, it hurt me. You know what I'm saying? And, and I just want to encourage somebody that if you've been rejected, if you've been repeatedly disrespected, if you've been repeatedly shot down, you are being protected. Pick up your boots and go. Dust off your shoulders and keep walking. Don't let nobody keep on rejecting you. Don't get, let yourself keep being rejected because you can't let go of what you thought to be right. Save yourself the time. Save yourself the energy. And remember, y'all, rejection is protection. Embrace that protection. Let go of the why. Don't worry about the why. Pray. Prayer will help with the pain. But acceptance is what's going to help with the healing. And I really, really, really recommend that if you've been rejected, that you don't medicate, that you do it sober. I haven't always healed sober, so I'm not talking to you like a hypocrite. I'm telling you as somebody who's done it. You have to heal sober because what you can't feel, you can't heal. What you don't feel, God cannot heal inside of you. And that's a lot of times what happens when we self-medicate, drugs, alcohol, whatever the case may be. When I used to self-medicate, I'd feel better for that moment, but I kept dating the same type of guy because I couldn't get over this 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 feeling of being rejected. I never really properly healed. You feel what I'm saying? I ain't telling y'all nothing I don't know. If you can't remember nothing else I said this week, remember, let go of the why and get God a try. He got a perfect plan for you, and if you reject it by something that you really wanted, know that you can still have what you want, but it just may not be in the way that you thought it was going to be in but it's going to be still better as long as it's through god all right listen man you could have been anywhere in the world but you decided to be here with me don't forget to check us out on facebook heartbreak heal podcast we got a twitter and we got an instagram under the same name go ahead and follow don't forget to check us out as well on youtube when you're on spotify apple podcast anywhere that podcasts are being listened to heartbreak heal podcast is on there by the grace of god while you at it, if you got show content information, you got questions, you want to make be on the show, hit us up on our email, heartbreakhillpodcast at gmail.com. As a matter of fact, I got some fire, 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 all right, interviews coming out. I'm talking about fast, fast, fast interviews coming up real soon. I'm going to be announcing them real soon for y'all. Y'all probably tired of hearing me talk all the time, but I got good juice that's coming y'all way. Listen, man, be safe, be careful. Don't forget to love. Y'all stay up. Thank you so much for tuning in to Heartbreak Hill Podcast. Our mission here is to use multimedia channels to break generational curses in our thought process. Our motto here is breaking hearts, 
Blowing Minds, one conversation at a time. Please note that our entire production is brought forth by listeners and viewers just like you. Thank you. If you'd like to support the show, please visit our website at heartbreakhillpodcast.com. Thank you so much for tuning in to Heartbreak Hill Podcast. Our mission here is to use multimedia channels to break generational curses in our thought process. Our motto here is breaking hearts, blowing minds, one conversation at a time. Please note that our entire production is brought forth by listeners and viewers just like you. Thank you. If you'd like to support the show, please visit our website at heartbreakhillpodcast.com.